welcome back to Menu TV Reviews. I am your host, Mo, and today we are discussing school spirits, y'all. Yes, season one, episode six, titled, I Grave the Last Dance. <laughs> I love these little puns that they're putting on uh, this show. It's so cute. Anyway, I hope everybody is having a wonderful work week, school week, whatever type of week this is for you. Now that we are getting to the dollar dollar bills, y'all, or those grace, let's go ahead and get the episode started. So we start the episode off with Simon, y'all. Simon is talking to a vending machine. At least that's what it looks like to everybody else, including the guy who's putting the money in said vending machine. This always seems to be the same guy that's like around when Simon is caught talking to Maddie. And so he's talking to her and he can't believe that she waited until she was dead to go to a dance with a jock out of all people. Who is she? He doesn't even recognize her anymore. I mean, oh my God, the changes. <laughs> so she was like, I don't want to talk about this right now. Can we get back to focusing on Claire and her possibly murdering me, okay? And so then he walks away, and so as he's walking, one of Claire's means is like, ew, gross, you know? And so they're actually having a conversation about Xavier, and I'm assuming maybe she's ran the thought by them that she's probably going to go to homecoming dance with him. And so she was like, I know you ain't talking considering the fact that your boyfriend that you've been with for the last couple of years been wearing the same damn boat shoes since the seventh grade with no socks. Yeah, I bet you those soles are. <laughs> the soles are separated from the shoe. I'm convinced. Okay. So <laughs> she was like, well, guys, he has other socks. <laughs> I mean, other shoes, y'all. <laughs> so he just choose not to wear them. Oh, okay. <laughs> So, um, Claire is trying to give the excuse that Xavier is hot, and besides, he's been through a lot lately. Are we sure that he didn't murder his girlfriend? And so, one of them was like, who said that he was murdered? And she was like, there was blood splattered on the wall, dumbass. Of course, like, this is the only assumption that we've come to, is that she's been murdered. And so, as they're having that discussion... Um, Xavier, I guess Claire is looking at her phone and she's looking at the message that Xavier has sent her about inviting her to the homecoming dance. And so she finally responds and says, fine, she'll go with him to the dance, but he needs to have a suit. Okay, cool. So he ends up going over to sit down with uh, Nicole and Simon and lets them know that yes. Okay, she said yes. So now what? Well, he's got to go get a suit, okay, because he looks hot, but he needs to look even hotter, right? And so Simon was like, okay, well, Nicole will go with you to, my, to the mall so y'all can go pick out a suit. Well, why do I need to go? Just because I'm a girl? I mean, maybe. Y'all, am... okay, this is a theory. What if Nicole was in love with Maddie? We'll come back to it. I need more evidence. So anyway, she was like, why do I need to go just because I'm a girl? Well, yeah, I guess, you know. So they're going to go find him a suit. They have this whole conversation about Claire possibly um, <laughs> not only um, hitting, smashing the phone, you know, being in cahoots with Anderson. So if Anderson didn't do it, of course, they got to show Claire the video at Homecoming Dance. They want Xavier to get her to crack. 
and that's the way he's going to do it by confronting her with the video that they were all sent you know and if mr anderson didn't do it then that means that claire is the one that's responsible for maddie's death or so they think right and so he mentioned something about claire smashing the phone and so simon was like yeah that that's probably not the only thing that she she smashed she probably smashed maddie's head too and so nicole's like man come on why you gotta do all that while we eat that's gross and so <laughs> so they have that whole conversation about their plan for homecoming dance and then they go get some more ketchup for their fries because their fries desperately need some ketchup so yeah so Rhonda and Maddie are like looking at different costumes. I'm assuming they're in the theater somewhere, but they're going through the costumes to try to figure out what they're going to be wearing for the homecoming dance. And honey, it's got so much dust and dander on it that Maddie is coughing and sneezing galore. Okay. And so she was just like, oh, well, you know, that's good to know that ghosts still have allergies. Yeah, poor little Charlie, honey. He uh, still can't enjoy a peanut M&M even in the afterlife because he still swells. Well, that's awful to hear. And so then Maddie shows her a few options and Rhonda was like, okay, girl, I'll see you. That's, that's real cute. You know, it looks real 80s, though. <laughs> it's got the frill at the bottom. It's got the big red flower, like, on the dress. It's probably got shoulder pads on it. It's it's a mess, y'all. I don't know why Rhonda's lying to her. <laughs> so then she shows her another option. It's got like sequin on it. It's cute. That one's cuter. And so Maddie was like, I'm surprised that you're even going to this thing at all because this doesn't track your normal behavior. And so y'all remember, Rhonda is desperate, okay? She's going to do everything that she can to try to cross over to the after afterlife. So... They end up, uh, Rhonda ends up saying, you know, that it, she's very glad that uh, Maddie is going like full force on this thing, trying to help Wally cross over. And Wally has been so giddy since last night, honey. He, because he's been going to these homecoming dances all by himself for the last 37 years, y'all. Maddie is the first date that he's ever had to the dance. So hopefully he'll definitely enjoy it. Speaking of dances, Maddie asked Rhonda a question and she was like, promise you won't laugh. And so she was like, I'll definitely try not to, but go ahead and shoot. And so Maddie ends up asking her, do ghosts still have sex? Can you have sex in the afterlife? So Rhonda just kind of smirks and was just like, I mean, we've been going through puberty. I, I said we can still swell, right? <laughs> okay, then. We go through puberty, we all have wants and needs, so yeah, we all have a past, right? Right, Maddie? And so Maddie doesn't say anything, and she was like, Maddie Nears, you mean to tell me that you died a virgin? And so just as, he, as she's asking her that, Wally comes downstairs because he wants to make sure that Maddie is still, you know, good to go for tonight, considering the fact that he just got word that her body may have been potentially been dragged through a fallout shelter and so she was like no wally we're still good yes we're still on for the dance <laughs> and so Rhonda was like okay that was cool that was real cool and so maddie was just like shut up <laughs> i'm starting to like Rhonda. she's coming around i think they're starting to become really good friends so then we go over to Claire. Claire is going to go, go see Xavier, and he's in the boys' locker room. So all the boys are like, it's a girl in here, you know, cover up. 
So she goes over to him and she asks him why it took him so long to send the text. I mean, it just popped out of nowhere. And so he was like, you know, I've been, I actually typed it up a long time ago. I just didn't hit send on it. And I, I really feel bad for how I've been treating you recently. And I think that I've missed you. Oh, so you, you think, oh, you guess you missed me, huh? No, I know I miss you. Okay. And so I want to just get us back on track. You know, things got a little hectic here and there. It's got, it got a little crazy, got a little bumpy for a split second, but I'm back now, okay? I done, I done found my sense again. And so she was like, all right, cool. That's fine. We'll go to the dance, but I'm driving. Why are you driving? And she leans in and tells him, because her car has a bigger back seat. So y'all know what that means. Somebody gonna be getting some action. So Charlie and Maddie are sitting down and Maddie is reading over this long mini novel that Charlie has written for Emilio and to her it seems like Charlie may be messing with Emilio if he goes with this rough draft because it starts off with I've been watching you for the last two decades okay <laughs> and so she was like wait he's in his 40s he's married now like no let's not start this off like this why don't you speak like when y'all were younger y'all knew each other like back in the 90s and then that way it'll seem like it's more of a you know it's more like sincere not sincere but like heartfelt you know and so he was like, okay, okay. And she also advises him that maybe he should speak from a tone of forgiveness, okay? To let, to let Emilio know that all is well, okay? And then after Emilio reads his letter of forgiveness, you're gonna have to learn how to forgive yourself, Charlie, for everything that has happened, for this burden that you've been carrying around for all of these years, since you've been in purgatory and maybe that'll help you transition over okay maddie is doing some work y'all she is like the iyala van zandt of the school of the spirit realm yes do the work so <laughs> so then we go over to simon and nicole Simon is asking her, did she was she able to get anything as far as like the metadata information from the video that was sent to them? And she says that no, she wasn't able to get anything. But what does it matter? Okay. The only thing we know is that Claire is on that video freaking out. Okay. We need to be focusing on that, not on anything else. Y'all, Nicole is looking more and more suspicious to me. That's all I'm saying. And so she shuts down Simon's theories just that quick as he brought him up. And then Xavier comes over and talks to Simon. Nicole asks uh, Simon where his car is. And because Simon got hemmed up with the police, of course, his parents weren't excited about that. And so he's going to be riding his bike for the foreseeable future. And so Nicole mentions that, I guess, you know, she'll be driving to the homecoming dance. So then they part ways. Xavier comes over and him and Simon have a conversation. And Xavier is really concerned about the fact that Claire said yes so easily and quickly to be in his date to the homecoming dance. After all of the time that he had ignored her, you know, and kind of pushed her off, this, that, and the third. And he feels like he's basically walking into some type of trap. And so all while he's telling Simon this, of course, Maddie is there. And she's telling him 
that he needs to continue to go through with it so they can get the answers that they need. But uh, Xavier is like, uh-uh, some just don't feel right about it. She's offering to drive. Like, I, at that point, he won't have any control over where they... It's just a trap, right? He feels like it's a trap. And so Maddie is telling Simon that he has to do this for her because he owes her. And so he was like, I owe you? And so Simon was like, no, you owe Maddie, okay? So you have to do this. Y'all, Xavier's spidey senses is tingling. I don't know, he might be right about this one. So Nicole and Xavier are at the mall, and Xavier's trying on all of these different suits. And currently he has an orange suit that's kind of like high-waisted. It's kind of like a Harry Styles type of look. And so he was like, look, if I'm getting murdered tonight, I'm not getting murdered in an orange suit. Nicole ends up asking him, does he really think that Claire would hurt him? And he was like, you know, I, I don't know. I thought I knew her, but turns out I don't. And so as he's talking, of course, you know, Nicole is on and out in her own world. Y'all, she is hiding something. I don't know what it is. I'm going to keep saying that because she's she's up to something. So then we go over to Simon. Simon is at uh, Maddie's house, and he's talking to her mom. And she wants to give him a college application essay, a college es application essay that she was supposed to turn in. And so he looks at it, and he was like, oh, this was an early decision essay that she wrote. We already turned it in. Okay, we we already met the deadline, and so he tells her that she must have been talking about Nicole's uh, deadline for her college application to some art school in Chicago. They were supposed to all be going to uh, Chicago together, or at least in the same state. They were supposed to all be in Illinois together. That was the plan, anyway. And so I think it's probably got something to do with school. What do you think? So anyway, um, her mom is saying how, you know, she just wants to make sure that Maddie doesn't miss anything and that everything is going to be caught up. And so it's awkward for a second. And Simon tells her that he's, he's going to go ahead and head out because it's his homecoming night. And so he's got to get dressed for the dance. Of course, this is his first dance that he's going to be attending. And she goes on to mention that she always thought that it would have been really nice if he and Maddie had went to the homecoming dance together. And he ends up hugging her because uh, she asked him if he had heard anything from Maddie at all. And so he was like, no, I haven't heard anything from her. Well, if you had, would you tell me? Yeah, I would tell you. And he already noticed she gone. And he, he just can't bring himself to tell her that. So they end up hugging and he he says his goodbyes. And as he's leaving out, he looks at the picture of Maddie. Um Sandra's favorite picture of Maddie that's hanging on the wall and he asks, Can he borrow it for a split second? She tells him yes. So I wonder what he's gonna do with this. So it's homecoming time, y'all. Time to go drink some spiked punch time to go dance the night away all right so maddie comes down the steps and she looks really nice y'all my initial impression of this dress was wrong 
okay it's like a, a form-fitting dress up under like a frill uh second part okay it's really cute on her um and thanks to don and some a sewing machine she works some some wonders y'all it looks good on her so wally pulls up in a golf cart and he ends up handing her a corsage with his football number on it and so even though initially he like thought it was embarrassing Maddie reassures him that no this is nice it's a very nice gesture he says that that was a thing back in his day that you know the, they would give the their dates their football numbers right and he ended up since he couldn't find flowers he ended up using some paper up under so make sure you stay away from open flames <laughs> don't worry about all that they're gonna have a good time okay so then we go over to Claire and Xavier and Claire arrives a little early and it's because she says well my mom says if you're on time you're late so she got there a little early but her real motive behind her getting early getting there early was to question the sheriff to see what type of updates or progress they have made in the investigation into Mr. Anderson and so she's trying to figure out you know has he said anything um to them have they talked about anything and of course because this is an ongoing investigation the sheriff cannot provide her with any updates or any information but he does thank tell her to thank her parents for the sizable donation of three thousand dollars which that's probably like some bribe money to try to see if he was going to talk but claire used it as the guise of oh we're just wanting to to you know make sure that we're showing our support for the investigation and all of that i'm so glad that they didn't cancel the homecoming dance because this year has been unreal this that and the third and so he ends up thanking telling her to thank her parents um for allowing them to continue to uh, look look at and comb through the abandoned property that's supposed to be getting knocked down after a while i'm assuming so he mentioned something about Xavier still getting it dressed, or she asked where Xavier was. And y'all, Xavier is sitting atop the stairs. It's kind of like a, uh, like one of those little studio apartments where you've got the upstairs, but it's not like a completely uh, closed off floor level. It's open to where the room, you know what I'm talking about. So anyway he's sitting up atop there and just kind of listening to the whole exchange and so just as uh his dad starts to mention the abandoned property then he comes down and cuts them off and so xavier tells claire that she looks really nice and his dad tells him that he looks almost respectable <laughs> his granddad had a suit like that all of his life and as a matter of fact he was actually buried in it why you have to say that that's wrong timing for now because xavier feels like tonight is the night that he's probably going to be murdered <laughs> so we'll see what happens with that so simon actually took that picture to use it as psychological torture so he calls it and he hangs the picture at the homecoming right next to claire's uh vote for me sign right so <laughs> 
um Emilio comes by Mr. Figueroa comes by and was like yeah no that's a really nice gesture if she's not here which she should be at least she's in our thoughts and so of course Nicole was like nobody even knew her like that okay and so then they get on the topic of um how Sandra had mentioned to Simon that they should have been going to homecoming dance together and Nicole was like okay I can see that and so he was like uh uh so you mean to tell me that you've never thought about assignment well maybe once but when i did i immediately shut it down oh okay no nah, you was crushing on maddie hard simon but we we gonna roll with that and so then we go over to xavier um xavier is in the car with claire y'all and they're having a conversation about when uh when was the last time he wore a suit and he said the last time he wore one was when he was in middle school and it was for a mixer and the only reason he wore it was because the band was playing okay i forgot that he was in a band and so they're having that conversation and she's like look i just want to warn you that the cheerleaders have been a little bit spicy as of late okay and so I, I'm just trying to prep you. So y'all, she pulls the car over and Xavier's stomach probably drop all the way to the damn floorboards. <laughs> and she tells him that since she's mentioned to them that she's going to the homecoming dance with him, they've been hella judgy of her. And then she also asked him about why he's been hanging with Nicole so tough because one of the minions saw him and Nicole hanging out at the mall and he says that it's because you know him and maddie always hung out and since nicole was her best friend they're just kind of you know doing the trauma bonding thing so to speak and so he was like can we get back on the road now and so she says no and she clasps her hands like around his neck she gives him a kiss y'all and then she says now we can go talk about some psychological torture honey claire is the master of that right now so while wally and ronda are checking out each other's digs okay that big old flower that i saw earlier ronda used it on her blazer as like a lapel type situation it looks cute on her okay it's very like guy chic i love it so anyway they're checking out each other's digs when maddie walks in and simon sees her and he is at a complete loss for words okay totally in awe of her tonight and so she ends up telling him that she likes his jacket as well and then she asks him is he going to be dancing tonight and he says no you know i'm fully focused on operation claire at this point speaking of have they made it yet well no not yet and so then he tells her that he's got charlie's letter fully transcribed speaking of is charlie with you is he right there hey charlie no, he's not right here, but he is very grateful for what you're doing for him. Can you please just tell um, Emilio or Mr. Figueroa that you found it in a book or something like that? And so he ends up asking her, do any of her other ghost friends need favors that he can charge for? And she says, no, you know, they have a moment where they joke. And he, he ends up asking her, you know, once he does this for Charlie, is this going to allow Charlie to cross over? And so she was like, I'm not sure. And so then he ends up asking her, once they figure out what happened to her, 
is it going to allow her to cross over will they still be able to see each other and she was like i'm not sure i don't know maybe and so of course this gives him a moment of sadness i'm sure both of them actually and so she ends up telling him that she'll be back in just a second and as he's walking away she goes over to wally and he kind of like does like a quick look back real quick or a half look back and he walks off i feel so bad for simon oh my goodness and so Maddie ends up going to go hang out with Wally and he pulls her out onto the dance floor. This is not what she normally does, but it is tonight, okay? Wally's going to make sure that she has a good time. He even does his little moonwalk thing. Let me show you what I can do on the floor. <laughs> they are so cute. So we're back at the dance and we see that everybody is standing in line to get their pictures made for, you know, their homecoming picture. It's a uh, Simon and Simon and Nicole, Claire and Xavier, and then um, Maddie and Wally. So they're all standing in line, and Xavier brings up the fact to Claire that Maddie's backpack was found in one of her stepdad's abandoned properties. And so she's like, "Okay, and you don't find it coincidental that this backpack was found there." It could have been found anywhere else. I mean, that's weird, isn't it, right? Okay, well, what you want me to say? I don't know. What are your thoughts and opinions on that? Look, are we going to talk about your ex-girlfriend all night or what? <laughs> so, as they're having this conversation, y'all, Maddie, Simon, and Nicole all noticed this big-ass purple hickey on his neck. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So then we go over to Sandra's house. She's watching something in complete darkness, okay? When she hears a few thuds that cause enough concern for her to get up and go look around, right? So she ends up walking around the house after she grabs a flashlight. She doesn't see anything initially in the house. So then she steps out on like her little sunroom on her back porch. She calls Maddie's name. And then we go back over to the dance. Y'all, Wally's jam is on, okay? Dude is putting on a whole show. I'm talking about doing the worm. He done put on his glasses, like his cool shades. I wear my sunglasses at night. Yes, he's doing all of that, okay? He's even got the principal singing along. I love it, y'all. He is having a really good time. And so Claire and Xavier are talking, and he's still steady more grilling her about how... Uh, about the abandoned property and he's basically asking her has she been back since you know they last hooked up and she ends up telling him that she doesn't go to that abandoned property alone and i'm not sure what that means or if she's got an accomplice that she's went back with however she doesn't go by herself so this is she's not really giving xavier any answers to the questions that he's asking her and so he ends up saying that he's going to go get some more punch for them because things are getting a little awkward between the two you know obviously claire is probably on to his game at this point and so as he goes to the punch bowl maddie sees what's going on and she tells charlie to go dance with wally while she goes to ear hustle so at the punch bowl xavier simon and nicole are all having a conversation about the fact that claire isn't giving him any good answers well maybe he's not asking the right questions 
And so he was like, I don't want to keep doing this. And Simon is like, dude, you have to keep pushing. And so, of course, Xavier is like, well, I don't want to be your puppet anymore, this, that, and the third. And Simon just sees him as being a coward because he doesn't have the balls to ask the, the tough questions to Claire. Okay, but he don't want to die tonight either. <laughs> just saying. And so Xavier finally explodes and is just like, look, I'll handle this on my own. Don't worry about it. I'll get the, the answers out of her my way. I'm not going to be listening to you guys anymore. So that's that. So then um, Sandra ends up calling Simon. And of course, he's so overwhelmed because Maddie is in his ear trying to tell him what to say to Xavier. Xavier's getting upset. He's already, Simon is already feeling the weight in his own head as is, not to mention his interactions with other people. And so he doesn't answer the phone when Sandra calls. And so he he mentions that she needs to get some more friends her age. And Nicole was like, stop being a jerk, you know. And so Sandra ends up calling Nicole and she answers the phone for her. And turns out, of course, Sandra relays the information that she feels like somebody's been snooping around her house and that she believes that it's Maddie, but she doesn't want to call the police in fear that this will scare Maddie off. Okay. And so Nicole was like, don't worry about it. I'm on the way. And she ends up telling Simon that Sandra wants, I guess, both of them to come. So I'm not sure if he's going to tag along or not, but at least Nicole will be there. So Simon goes to find Mr. Figueroa. And he was like, hey, your name is Amelia, right? He was like, yeah. He says, I was in the library yesterday when I was looking through this old book and I found this note in it that I belong, I believe belongs to you. And so he hands him Charlie's note. Y'all, I hope he receives it well. <sighs> Young love. So then Maddie and Wally are supposed to be having this conversation about the year that he won Homecoming King. And so she was like, are you sure this is not, isn't an honorary thing? And he was like, no, believe it or not, I'm actually pretty charming. And so although Maddie is supposed to be listening to Wally and having a conversation with him and trying to get to know each other better, she is steady more focusing her attention on Claire and Xavier, okay? They both take a sip from a flask, and Claire's face indicates that that is a strong shot. <laughs> So Xavier ends up kissing her neck, and she was like, oh, that's my spy, boo. What type of game are you trying to play here? And so he was like, let's get out of here. Trust me. So Wally brings her back to their conversation, and he was like, I don't think you're ready to be dead yet. I don't think this was a good idea coming to this dance. And so she was like, no, what are you talking about? And so he was like, I, I don't think you're ready to be dead. And so Maddie ends up of course, putting her foot in her mouth because she makes the comment that, and I, I get the intention behind it, but it just came out wrong. And so she made the comment that he's like old dead, okay? Meaning he been at this for a few years, whereas she's been dead for a few weeks. And so, of course, because of how she said it, now Wally is definitely in his feelings when she turns her attention back to Claire and, and Xavier. They are now gone. Where did they go? I don't know, but she's probably lost her date to homecoming dance as well. So Maddie ends up stepping out in the curtains and Rhonda sees her and is like, where's your date? And she was like, what? <laughs> you know, 
part boy, part golden retriever, tall, about 6'2", dark hair. And she says that she doesn't have time to worry about that right now. She's trying to find Xavier and Claire. Where did they go? So then we see Mr. Figueroa. He is reading Charlie's letter. And he's feeling a way about it. Definitely pretty emotional about the whole thing, y'all. I'm, I'm glad that he's receiving this, how Charlie intended him to. So then we go over to Claire and Xavier. They are making out in the boiler room. And she was like, we could have just went to the car okay he was like but this is much hotter because they're in the boiler room okay literally and figuratively more hotter <laughs> so then as they're making out he pulls out his phone to record but claire looks down and sees what he is doing and so then we go over to the cops they apparently have found something where close to where maddie's backpack was discovered and we find probably the murder weapon okay and it's it's got some tape wrapped around it with a name on it but i'm not sure what it says it's spu something i don't know if that's spruce out i don't know what it is okay but either way it's got something on it so they figured that since you know maddie's backpack was found here maybe if they kept looking a little bit further out then they would be able to find more evidence and clearly they did so then we go back over to claire and xavier and she's explaining to him um you know that well she's upset because she was like i know you got the audacity to try to bring me down here to force a confession out of me what do you think i did something to her and so he ends up showing her the video that was sent to him and so she says that she didn't hurt maddie okay well um she actually found out that anderson was dealing and so that was the secret that you know she um uh, was blackmailing him to keep okay said that if he gave her an a in that class then of course she wouldn't reveal his secret to anyone she actually told anderson to pay maddie off because they were they were convinced that she was the one that recorded that video that he had just shown her and so she was like i didn't hurt maddie well why swap the phones out she said i tried to because uh, I thought that Maddie was the one responsible for the video. When I got the phone, I tried to delete it, but of course I couldn't, I couldn't get past her passcode. And so I gave Anderson the phone to destroy it, okay? But I don't know what he did with it. Clearly, something else was done, okay? And so she was like, but I didn't hurt Maddie, okay? I only blackmailed Mr. Anderson because I really needed that A. All I needed was an A out of his class because in my world, failure is not an option okay and you know people have the perception that because she's so pretty this that and the third and she gets this good grace that it comes easy but it's not easy for her and i'm assuming this class probably wasn't easy for her that's probably why she was blackmailing him so yeah but she swears up and down that she was not the one responsible for maddie's disappearance slash death okay so if she's not responsible then who is I have my theory, y'all, but we just gonna keep watching. So Charlie is sitting on top of a truck as he's watching Emilio read the letter that he wrote for him. They are both sharing tears of joy, peace, and probably a little bit of sadness. Okay. Maddie comes walking outside of the gym or the auditorium, wherever they're holding the dance, as she sees Claire and Xavier walking up the stairs. Claire looks a little distraught after her confession that she just gave to Xavier about blackmailing anderson 
um, as she is getting crowned for being the homecoming queen. Of course, her minions are super excited for her, but she just looks very zombified, okay? Very zoned out and distraught about the whole situation. And so Simon ends up asking Xavier just what the hell is going on here, okay? Him and Maddie want answers. And so he says that he went to go talk to Claire and he doesn't believe that she is responsible for what has happened to Maddie. He goes on to tell them that Claire was blackmailing Anderson because she found out that he was selling drugs in order for her to receive a good grade in his class and because they thought that Maddie was the one responsible for the video that he showed her. Um, once they found out about it, Claire had advised Anderson to pay her off. Okay, And so she says that she gave Anderson um the phone because she couldn't crack the passcode on it to delete the video off of there and she's not sure what he did with it but after maddie went missing of course she was terrified because if that video got out to the public then it would look like claire had a motive um to hurt maddie so she says that she didn't do it and xavier believes her okay so if she didn't do it then who did so then we go over to Sandra. Sandra is trying to convince Nicole that someone was at her house. And Nicole says that she believes her, and then they hear a knock at the door. So they go to answer the door, and it's the sheriff. And so, of course, there's no easy way to say what he's got to tell her, so he just comes out with it and says that they searched a little bit further past where they found Maddie's backpack, and unfortunately, they stumbled on what they deem as possibly being a murder weapon. Murder weapon? Yeah, so this definitely catches her off guard right away as soon as she hears that, okay? So then he goes on to say that, of course, they're doing DNA analysis right now as we speak, but he just wanted to come by and let her know how the investigation is progressing. He also tells her that Anderson when they were talking to him, tipped off to the fact that he actually gave Maddie some money um, because she figured that he was um, responsible for taking a video of him and Claire or whatever the case may be. And so he had gave her some money, but he believes that the person um, that they deem is a suspect now got wind of the fact that Maddie had all of this money and so they may have possibly hurt her to get this money from her and so Sandra is like okay well who is your possible suspect and just as she's asking that we see other deputies going and knocking on Mr. South's door the janitor y'all who I don't know y'all I I do not know about that but, I mean, you know, he he's close enough to see he had, he had opportunity. I mean, he's got, you know, the tools for it. Yeah. I don't know. But like I said, immediately once Sandra heard the word murder, every glimmer of hope that she had for Maddie possibly coming back home just probably flooded out of her body and she broke down y'all feel so sorry for her i just 
I've got kids of my own, and I just, I, I pray that I never have to experience that type of pain. And I know that this is just like a show, but people deal with that every day, y'all. I just, I hope that I never have to go through that. That, that That's crazy. So, who hurt Maddie? We're going to find out soon enough. Okay, y'all, I apologize if these last few scenes are not in order, but I'm going to give y'all what I got because it was too good to pause. So Maddie and Charlie are sitting down and they're watching, you know, the last few people slow dance. And Charlie is saying that being a ghost sucks sometimes, okay? And he goes on to give a few examples of how <laughs> Maddie's ex-boyfriend and her ex-best friend are dancing. And so she was like, um, are you trying to make this better or worse? And so he says, yes, sometimes, most of the time, actually being a ghost sucks but today I was actually able to watch the love of my life uh, close a chapter on a, a very deep uh, wound, okay? And so I feel better about that. And so she was like, how do you feel, you know, now that that's over, that you've gotten that closure? And she's, he says that and now he feels like it's time to forgive. Speaking of forgiving, don't you feel like you should do the same? It's about time you take your own advice, you think, because it's pretty good, okay? And so, she does take his advice. And we see Wally, he's sitting out in the grass, and he's singing some song, and she finishes the line, and she comes up and she apologizes to him, and she says, you know, I didn't want to ruin your night, but I just had a lot going on with me. And so as he goes to tell her that it's okay because Wally is forever, you know, the nice guy, um, she goes in to kiss him. And she was like, wow, that was supposed to go a lot better in my head. And so he's kind of taken aback. He's shocked, okay? A girl just kissed him. But y'all, they go back in and they, they lock lips for a few long seconds. We're talking about counting Mississippi numbers, okay? So, yes. Okay, so they're walking down the hallway when we see Simon. Simon is popping balloons. And the DJ is like, this one is for the sad guy popping the balloons over there. It's some song in Spanish. And so he sees Maddie. And he's like, hey, I know this song. And I was just talking with, but she cuts him off because she overhears a conversation that's being had by Emilio and the principal. Okay. I guess the principal is telling them what information they found out about Mr. South and the murder weapon being found. And so he tells him that he cannot believe that Mr. South did this, but he is the only one that had access to that tool shed. And so he ends up asking, I guess, Emilio, does he still have his keys? And Emilio says yes. And I guess they're going to get ready to go try to find something. I'm not quite sure what's going on there. So as they're saying that, we see Rhonda. She is down in the fallout shelter. And she is looking for something. I'm not sure if it's like her old uh, paper or whatever the case may be. But she's searching for something. Then we go over to Maddie's mom. Y'all, Maddie's mom is on her couch, and she is, again, still heartbroken and devastated over the news that she just received about Maddie. And, y'all, she turns back to her old vices. She grabbed that bottle of Jack or, uh, what was it, Jim Beam? It was either some Jack or some Jim Beam, y'all. She opened it up, 
or a nice little little cup or something something i just hope she don't fall completely off the bandwagon but we'll see what happens with that but maddie wants closure for her mom i just hope that she's gonna be okay eventually so then we see nicole nicole is out in the woods y'all that trunk is popped it's open i could not see what was inside besides like some random clothes you know it's, it's messy in there she's a high school student so of course you know it's not going to be like super duper clean but i couldn't see what was in there because the screen was so damn dark but um she's got that trunk popped open and i forgot to mention that when the sheriff was telling her that news earlier y'all i looked at nicole's face and nicole's eyes was real shifty <laughs> i'm just saying y'all so we see the trunk is popped and nicole is out in the woods y'all and she is taking a shovel to something i'm not sure if she's digging up something or if she's getting ready to bury something and that's the way the episode ends y'all this episode was so stinking good oh my gosh who do y'all think did it i think it was nicole but i'm not sure why at this point it's got to be something school related right hopefully it's not those drugs because y'all remember when she came in she said she had did that all nighter and she had like a um something in her hand and i'm not sure if it was like an energy drink or what i don't know but either way my top suspect is nicole i don't have too many after that but let me know what you think you can reach me at me you tv reviews on facebook and on instagram you can also reach me at my tv reviews podcast without the s on the end at gmail.com i'm also now on youtube for 10 minutes snippets y'all me and you tv reviews okay your girl is trying to come up in the world if you have any tips on how i can do a full episode on youtube please let me know okay I'm down for any type of advice. <laughs> Please rate and review if you haven't already. If you have, thank you guys so much. Please also turn on your notifications so that when your other favorite podcast goes off, mine will come on right after, right? All right. That's all I have. You guys, please stay safe out there. I love you guys from the bottom of my heart. Thank you guys so much for always coming back to listen and support your girl. It is much appreciated. That's all I have. So until we meet over the airwaves again, I am Mo, and I will talk to you guys soon. Bye.